This is a GRDC podcast. This podcast, I hope, will really get you thinking. If you're an agronomist, thinking about the level of service you give your farmer clients. And if you're a farmer, thinking about the service you receive from your agronomist. Do you want more? Hello, I'm Chris Brown. My guest today is Dennis Hoiberg, an irrepressible chap, as you'll hear, who has some interesting views on what it means to be a trusted advisor, which is an expression you'll hear a lot over the next few minutes. According to Dennis, there are advisors and there are trusted advisors. And I began my chat by asking him what's wrong with simply being someone who delivers a good product? Well, oh, great, great opening question. I think for two reasons. One is from a client perspective, I think they need someone for them to bounce their ideas off and for someone that they trust to get feedback from, to be challenged by. I, th- I think they're really looking for that independent voice, as it were, for them to both give them ideas, but also to challenge the, their ideas. So I think it's one of the things that we really need in, in the industry. And look, there are some people out there who don't see too many people too often and have someone to come out and see them regularly is a, is a good thing. And look, the other reason why I think we should have a trusted advisor is from an agronomist's point of view or the, the advisor's perspective, it's a lot more fun. It's mm-hmm. a lot more fun to get closer to the client, to understand their motivations, to understand their needs, to understand their aspirations and to help them achieve it. So do you think there's a, there's a strong demand then? Because you are talking about the demand side. Uh, uh, look, I think there is. I think there is a very strong demand. I don't know if people actually know there's a demand. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, does a farmer uh, or does a client seek out a trusted advisor status? Probably not, mate. He probably goes and sees an agro or a supplier and the first things on his mind would be what, Chris? It would be? Just what, what he wants. Yeah, 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 and it'd be price and all that type of yeah. stuff, the straight transactional stuff. Yeah. That's what he believes he wants or needs. And then I think they become more mature, the, the farming client or the community becomes more mature in terms of, gee, what else can we get out of this person in terms of their wisdom, in terms of their commercial nous, in terms of their own relationship building? So I think there is a big demand, but a lot of people may not know there's a demand. Yeah. yeah. And I also think from the agronomist point of view, I don't know if we ever train agronomists in college as to how to be a trusted advisor or why be a trusted advisor. We would be training them on the technical skills, on, on, on the advice skills. We would be training the nutritionists on the technical side of nutrition. But how many people can you be a trusted advisor to? Because it must be, it must be a wear and tear on the advisor. Oh, yeah, yes. Mate, you look, you look a bit like me. You've been around the game <laughs> oh, for a I while. Have. I have. And, and you can see the, other, uh, the others of our peers who have been in the game for a while. And we are getting worn down, some of us, I think. I think there is a limit. I think because the more that you become a trusted advisor, the more time you're going to spend with the client. Right? And that's going to eat into your work-life balance, if you believe in such a thing. So how many can you have? Well, I think it, there is a thing about quality and quantity. There's also the commercial reality because we all got to get paid for what we do. So there's got to be a happy break-even point that says I can give you quality advice at a commercial rate that's good for me, that's good for you. And how many that is, mate, I don't know. But I agree, there's got to be a limit. You can't be running around and having seen 10 clients as a trusted advisor every day because yeah. you wouldn't be spending time with them, mate. You're taking on their problems as well, aren't yeah, you? Yeah. There's got to have a wearing yeah. effect, I suppose. Well, and I think that's right. I think one of the tricks of trusted advisors, mate, is being able to turn off. Yeah. <laughs> And look, that's hard in, 
in smaller communities. The good thing about living in smaller communities is everyone knows you. The bad thing about living in smaller communities is that everyone knows you. Yeah. So when the trusted advice goes to the footy or the bowls or the yard itself for a quiet meal, the conversation can turn back to work. Yeah. So there's got to be a really strong discipline that says, nah, between these hours, I'm going to give it to you. But between these other hours, I'm going to give it to myself, my family, my mates. So for somebody listening to this and they're thinking, okay, well, I'm a, I would put myself in that category of being a trusted advisor to many of my clients. What's your definition of a trusted advisor? A trusted advisor to me is a two-way relationship between two parties that are trying to, to do the best for each other. Right? Yeah. The agronomist is trying to do the best for the client in terms of their profitability, their sustainability, their life. The farming client is trying to do the best by the trusted advisor in terms of their own skills enhancement, their professional development, and their also their quality of life. I reckon when I see a lot of the people who would say they're, they're trusted advisors, they don't have that two-way thing happening. Mm. It's still, if the relationship is more towards the client or the farmer, then it's not a trusted advisor client. It's a relationship based on relationships, yeah. not as a trusted advisor. So both have got to want it. Yeah, and yeah. both have got to want it, and both will want to want to give. Both parties, I reckon, as a trusted advisor, needs to be saying to each other, what's best for this other person? Now, but sometimes being a trusted advisor, I reckon you put, you, the farmer is put in a situation that says, well, I would like to go and ask our mate Chris about this particular problem because he's been with me forever and he's a good trusted advisor, but I don't want to put him in the situation because I don't think he knows as much about it as other people. So I'm going to make that call. The trusted advisor might say, well, gee, I want to give advice to, to our mate, the farmer, about this particular issue, but I don't, do en- I don't know enough. So I'll go and find someone who does know. So, so the trusted advisor sometimes, I think, is not in the actual doing, but it's also, it's also in the connecting bit too, you know? Yeah. Again, this thing, what's best for both parties in this mm. relationship. Are there special skills that the advisor should have, the agronomist should have? Yeah, I think they're, well, there's a base level skills. I call them the operational skills. They've got to be technically competent and they've got, got to be technically up to date. They've got to be contemporary. You can't be a trusted advisor with the last professional development program you did was eight years ago. This industry moves far too quick for that eight, you know? Mm. I mean, I've been watching with amazement the development of drones you know that's a very recent thing really and that's an example of one of the skills that we have to be up to date with but that's just straight operational that's just knowing your business the next level is what i call the tactical skills the the ability to negotiate the the ability to influence the ability to take a yield to the next level you know so it's a it's those farming skills that the tactical farming skills but then there's this other level of skill as a trusted advisor and those, they're what I call the strategic skills. What's best for this farmer in terms of his current crop? What other crops should this person be looking at, given climatic changes, environmental changes? What's next for this client? They're the strategic skills of a trusted advisor. Imagine the conversation, mate. We're at the, we're in, at the end of a season. A farmer goes, gee, we've had a good season, mate. Thank you for your efforts. And the trusted advisor says, mate, I reckon we can do it even better next year by doing these types of things. Don't you reckon that's the type of relationship a farmer wants? You yeah, know? I, I, without a doubt. Yeah, doubt. I mean, if at the end of the day we're having a beer and a congratulatory beer and saying, yeah, we did well there and we don't challenge it, we're not in a trusted advisor relationship. We're just good business partners. Not at this next stage of saying, let's take it to the next level. Now, the farmer might say, no, that's enough for me. But the trusted advisor's got to put it out there. The other thing that I would notice about the trusted advisor, the strategic point of view, 
is the skill of talking about, well, where are you going to take this farm now, mate? Where are you going to take this business? Are you going to take it to, to the next level or are your kids going to take it to the next level? And so they start almost this succession planning type of conversation. It, it seems that you're talking about agronomic skills or the business skills that agronomists would have, but the skills that are needed to become a trusted advisor, you know, they're, they're pretty high level. They are, mate. They are deep personal awareness, the emotional intelligence of yourself, you know, knowing how you, how you cope with change in certain issues. It's that deep personal understanding of yourself. There's also the deep personal understanding of human behaviour. You know, knowing what questions to ask, when to ask them, that makes the other person find the answers. I don't think a trusted advisor actually always gives answers, but they're good at asking questions. Asking the right <laughs> questions, yeah. You know? Maybe that's another skill of a trusted advisor, the one who can ask the really good questions at the right time and then helping other people find the answers. Almost like a business coach in many ways, I guess, eh? Dennis Hoiberg from Lessons Learnt Consulting. I suppose with all that's been going on in the world of late, trust has become a valuable commodity. I hope you enjoyed listening to Dennis. My name is Chris Brown.